Alex, welcome back to another Friday episode. How you doing? Friday. Sounds like work's been a pain in the ass, huh? Yeah, people are trying to talk to me a lot, and I just don't, I don't want to. You know Friday <laughs> is a work day, right? It, and that should be illegal. That is our first problem. <laughs> so how did that not get brought up in the debate the other day, you know? Everyone's oh god. Everyone's talking about a fly. Everyone's talking about uh, you know, let me speak. I'm speaking. Hello. How did nobody just go? How did I not moderate that fucking thing and go, Mr. Vice President, Vice Presidential nominee, Friday needs to be a day off. What are your thoughts? Go. <laughs> yes. Oh god. <laughs> we won't get into that. This isn't a political show at all, but uh, it was kind of funny. That fly already has a three movie deal with Quibi, so look out for oh, that. Oh, good. Yeah. Well deserved. Actually, well Netflix, deserved. Netflix tried to snatch the fly up, but uh, but it was a little too late. A little ah. Too late. You know, it's Netflix, now always a little. <laughs> Netflix is always a little behind the times. Netflix, you're greenlit. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. Um, anyway. So a lot of fun kind of news in a weird way because the Tennessee Titans continue to have players testing positive for coronavirus. Um, Patrick Mahomes was in contact with the cornerback from New England that tested positive for coronavirus. Patrick Mahomes has since been tested and negative, but uh, it's, it's kind of getting crazy for the NFL. They're, they might lose some of their star players to, uh, to the COVID scare. Um, what are your thoughts on the NFL, of course, allowing fans to go to games and then also uh, no bubble system? Like I mentioned uh, last week, I did listen to the Freakonomics episode of how they planned it all out and all their backup plans and like all the money they put into everything. Um, but maybe it's not working. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, these, it's funny. I was talking to my dad about this last week, actually, when we watched our sad, sad Niners game. Um, but we were talking about like the NFL COVID outbreaks with the Titans and my dad's initial like knee jerk reaction was like, God, what a fucking bunch of kids. And then he sat back and was like, Oh, wait, yeah, no, they are a bunch of kids. They're all like 20 somethings that are going out being like, I make way too much money for being what, like 26 and partying. So, um, so way to make us young people look dumb, guys. Thanks. Um, and now, I mean, do you know actually? So, if they're out for a mandatory amount of time due to COVID, are they still getting paid? Do they get paid their same? Like, that doesn't change. Yeah, I believe that's not that doesn't change. If they if they decided to play or opt in for this season, they go on like a a COVID IR list, which is kind of like physically unable to perform list. So there's a different injury list if you test positive. If you opted out, obviously you lost your salary this year. And a couple of players on the on the Patriots, actually, there was about 25 players all around the league that did it that opted out. They didn't want to play this year, which totally makes sense. It's your prerogative. Um, but yes. What's going to happen, though, the NFL is saying that if they continue to have these problems, they're going to just forfeit games because they don't want 
they don't want to postpone the Super Bowl or, or move it to some other thing, even though they think they can still have people at the Super Bowl in February. I don't know what their idea is for that. Um, you know, do you really want to go to a party in Jacksonville, Florida or Tampa Bay, Florida, where the Super Bowl is being held? I don't I don't know if you would want to. Um, no. And then, excuse me. And then the other thing that I that was is a way more strict penalty, I think, than forfeiting games for the season. Let's just say you're a shit team like the Jets or the Giants. You forfeit draft picks um, and they will go into like a lottery pool. So a lot of teams are got freaked out about that. So if I'm these coaches, I mean, you can't control grown men. You're not supposed to, you, you can't really, but you need to tell them, Hey man, if you fuck up, you're just off the team at this point, like go, go home, opt out, opt out and, you know, figure out a way to, to deal with it with your, we'll talk to your agent and lawyer tomorrow. Like get the hell out of my sight, you know? So we right. Cam Newton tested positive. That was insane. Um, and unfortunately, Brian Hoyer had to play for the Patriots uh, the other day. But it's it's uh, it's crazy. I don't know what these guys are doing or how they're hanging out. I, th- I think honestly what it is is that there's just no bubble. I mean, it happened to the baseball players. They went out. They hung out. And maybe Cam Newton wasn't going out. And somebody, some 20-year-old went out and shook his hand or gave him a fist bump. And then all of a sudden it spreads. So it's kind of crazy. But Has there like- been an update on Cam Newton himself, like how he's doing? Yeah, apparently he's fine. Um, and they're going to play on Monday. So they're going to, I think he's probably going to play on Monday is what, is what I hear. Cause they, they moved their game to Monday. They moved the Buffalo Bills and Tennessee Titans game to Tuesday. So all these schedules are getting fucked up and these players are going to have really short weeks and it sucks for the, the opponents that they're playing that have nothing to do with their positive tests. They're going to have to deal with the short weeks the Ravens got the victim and the, and the Steelers too. They got their bye weeks way early and they're like, dude, what the hell? And thanks Tennessee for being a dick. God. Yeah. That's going to screw everybody up. So we can all just shit on the Tennessee Titans for a while. I think we just need to shit on, I love Nashville, but we need to shit on its, uh, it's, it's laws. So apparently they can close one or the other. I'm not a hundred percent accurate, but from what I heard from a friend yesterday, they can only close, they have to pick one. They can only close food or liquor. And they decided to close food establishments and not liquor establishments. Of course. Really? Are you fucking kidding me? God damn it. So, hmm. Ah, this, this is one of those like head smacking moments where you're like, God damn it, Nashville. But who made this law thing? Like I am, I am above. I am the the governor. I am the the senate. Whatever. I'm the mayor. God damn it! I am the law. Fuck you. Like no, you're closed. This is it's so stupid. But anyway, Kid Rock and Dirks Bentley are like, nah, stay open. Stay oh my open. God. Our bars need to stay open. Also, Kid Rock. I wonder what he's been up to. He owns that three story bar that I was at two years ago, and it was very nice, actually. Oh, okay. I did catch a, uh, a, a one of my twenty shitty cover bands at, in Nashville that day. It was fantastic, and um, you know, <laughs> got to see a, a Reagan and Bush '84 hat as well. So hey, hey, yeah, wow, it's, yeah, it's a fun time. Nashville, Nashville is a great city. I love people that live there. Um, I love the vibe down there. Everyone's really, really nice. But systematically, the fact that you can't close both entities down 
is just, it's so stupid. I, the fact that Broadway is wide open, I've seen pictures of bachelorette parties down there happening right now with no masks on, of course. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, uh, by the way, I just saw a headline that now a cluster of Jets players and the coaches were sent home because they tested positive. Sam Darnold, God damn it. Stop hanging out. I'm with making weird... out with everybody. Yeah. Stop kissing people. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Jets. Uh, this is just the NFL might be falling apart here, and they might need to do a bubble. Uh, they're crumbling. Yeah, they're fumbling. <laughs> Hold on to the ball, you fuckers. Um, <laughs> speaking of a bubble, have you watched any of the baseball bubbles? Um, I watched the a couple Padres Dodgers games. Um, but I, actually, that's it. I haven't watched. Um, who the fuck else is playing? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's Yankees-Rays game five tonight. Uh, the Braves and the Dodgers will face in the NLCS. And then the Astros moved on and beat the A's. They are now in the ALCS waiting for the Yankees or Rays winner. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you know, like, so, you know, I'm not even into the, I'm not into the Dodgers, but I do have just like a slight Joe Kelly crush. So I'll watch. And uh, I liked watching him under the gun the other night. Got to see him really prove himself. Well, it's Kenley's fault, actually. Kenley Jansen looking like a scrub. He looks like he's sweating all the time because he's under pressure all the time. Look, the man has a heart condition. That's what I was going to say, his heart. His heart is he's not throwing his fastball as well as he should. I don't know. That's the Dodgers Achilles heel to me is Kenley Jansen. But I think I think Doc Roberts, Dave Roberts is moving off of Kenley now. Like he'll use Kenley in certain situations, but he is the ninth inning does not belong to Kenley Jansen anymore. And I think that's, we learned that the other night in a game that we almost lost think, but brought, you know, Hollywood Joe, or as one of my friends has now called him, Hollywood Joe um, is, uh, is taking care of business. So that's good. So and the how, do you there. Think, how do you think the ALCS is going to pan out? I have Yankee. I've had Yankees Dodgers all year. I think it's a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. Um, I think it's ironic that if the Yankees move on and play the Astros, I think that'll be really interesting because obviously the cheating scandal took place for two straight years with the Yankees. Um, I'm going to be really interested with that to see how that plays out because that team hasn't forgotten. And of course, the Dodgers haven't forgotten. So if they somehow get to the World Series, the Astros do, it's going to be a drama. So we love drama we love drama come on we live for this shit ready for hopefully a little bit of drama tonight when the lakers win yes yeah so i'm looking forward to crying into uh my lakers shirts and you know having all the feels with kobe bryant and and mamba mentality and putting on some boys to men you know, end of the road or something like that. You know, like just just doing some lighting a candle. I have a LeBron candle that my friend Annette hooked me up with. Um, you know, just just doing all that, saying the rosary, doing whatever whatever good Catholic school kids do. You know what I mean? It's yeah, put put good faith in uh, Lord LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I think he. Uh, I think tonight it ends. They're wearing the jerseys that you don't like, <laughs> the black jerseys. Okay, they're not terrible. I just kind of like the classic. Yellow, gold, and purple. You know what I mean? Me too. I hate the white jerseys too. Like I, I, whoever 
you know, yeah, the white ones can go. Christian well, I would take the black ones over the white ones. Yes, me too. Me too. Uh, yeah, the classic bright ass yellow gold, like it's brings back memories. They're called the purple and gold for a reason, not the black and white and gold and you know purple. It's just too much. Whoever Christianity asshole that decided that on Sundays, on the Lord's Day or Christmas Day, that they wear whites, it just, that doesn't make sense. They're not altar boys. Like, come on. They're a basketball <laughs> fucking team. Altar boys. Yeah. Like, they wear whites on holy days, like Sunday and Easter and Christmas. It's like, fuck you. Who cares? Like, are they also, you know, taking a little sip of wine and a stale cracker before getting on the court, too? Yeah, they, they do that all the time without any religious context. And it ain't <laughs> wine, baby. <laughs> It's purple, but it ain't wine. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ask Lamar Odom all about that. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> yes, hopefully the Lakers uh, win tonight and they begin the, the 1988 run of the fact that the Lakers won a championship that year. And then in October later that year, the Dodgers won their championship. So that would be awesome. And it'd be ironic because they're all in a fucking bubble. <laughs> no one's celebrating here. Like at least people will probably storm the ravine, which will be fun, but like, you know, social distance, actually, wear your mask. I was actually wondering, you know, when the Lakers win tonight, are people going to like, cause people used to flip cars. So it's like, what's, what could happen tonight? I don't know. It's Friday night. And my buddy said that there's a lot of fireworks still haven't been shot off. So Check that nice. air quality on Saturday morning, Los Angeles. <laughs> hey now. Yeah, don't don't go on a jog on Saturday. Just stay. I need to get my morning running. <laughs> I need to go hike over at Runya. No, why is it so? <laughs> what are these Laker fans? Oh. Oh my God! Now my brunch, like my mimosa, tastes smoky and it's weird. Yeah. Oh, and I have to wear this mask. It's not cute. The Lakers masks aren't cute. I wear cute masks. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can make fun of my city all day long. Um, so, so yeah, so we're, we're looking forward to that. Baseball is, is, is on its precipice of its, you know, this championship series and the world series will be in a, in a week or so. What I've really liked about baseball is no days off unless you win. I think that's awesome. And I think that's something people are going to have to think about going forward is no days off, man. No, I love it. I love it. Just straight stuff. It's like, how, I can't save anybody. It's like, no, because you're all paid a ridiculous amount of money to be used. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of like really douchey gym people say that like hashtag no days off. And it's just kind of like, shut up. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Um, but, uh, but no, it's like, yeah, they get paid ridiculous and it's like and this season is such a weird fucking season so it's like yeah like whatever i'm yeah. not sorry. what are your feelings about that I and mean, it's it's getting brought up now since the lakers are went away from winning it do you think it is an asterisk in the way of it was easy or an asterisk in the way of it was difficult and it, i actually think it would be more difficult because I, and you know, I was never, I never grew up an athlete, but let me know your opinion on this. I think when there's like part of being a successful, like a yeah, successful in anything, 
is you kind of have to shut out like the outside noise, the outside, you know, whatever, hone in and focus on your shit. Um, so I think even in any given normal season, you have the media, fans, whatever it could be to shut out and focus on what you need to do. But now it's like you have that, but you also have all this other added pressure of like, and I mean, maybe for basketball and hockey, not so much because they successfully did the bubble. But I'm thinking about like baseball at the beginning, at least. And then with the NFL, it's like, I don't know, as a, as a player, even though I might be strong and healthy, I would still feel kind of unsafe or like conflicted. But it's like, all right, well, I'm here. I want to do my job. I'm an athlete. This is what I do. But also like, if I have a wife and kids, like, am I going to fuck them up? You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I definitely wouldn't say it's easier. I wouldn't say it's easier. I feel like now there's more added pressure and more risk. So it's kind of like, it's dicey. Like, I feel like that would be a more stressful situation. And if, I guess if you can come out of that and still win a championship, then like, fuck, at least you did something in 2020. Right. I, I agree hundred percent with what you're saying. Right. Because it's, unprecedented this has never happened before and the other thing of treading these these on you know these waters of shit is that you're away from your family for three months and your creature comforts and i know that they've let families into the bubble as they've progressed but these guys have been in florida since july like the last week of july or maybe the last two weeks of july and they want to go home and they brought their families with them. One thing I saw last night, which I did get <clears throat> a little choked up, was, which was cool for the Dodgers and the Padres. They brought their their the girl the girlfriends and wives had their places on the field in the dugout club in Texas, which also that's that ballpark is very beautiful. Kudos to to the Rangers for building it. But to see Kershaw, who's also playing at home because he's a Dallas boy to have the wife and kids there to see Joe and Ashley, you know, the, the, and the kids there and to see Jock and, and, and Mookie's daughter, these guys needed that. They couldn't, they couldn't really do that all year because they were traveling regionally. So they were separated from their families. And, and Dave Roberts has talked about the fact that they haven't really been able to hang out unless they got hurt. Like Joe got hurt. Then you could hang out with your family and be gone for a few weeks and then go quarantine for another week and then come back. But these guys have been missing that. So I think it's more important. And also, I think it's a testament. It's a test. I've said this before. Are you selfish? Are you a selfish, selfish piece of shit? Or do you really care about the team as a whole? And looking at the Lakers, Rajon Rondo had a bad back. He had spasms. They told him, you don't have to come until the playoffs to the bubble because we have to play these stupid eight games. And he decided to come. He was like, I'm just going to bring my brother, Billy. He'll cut hair for everybody. And uh, we'll hang out and I just want to be around everybody. Like he didn't have to do that. And meanwhile, you have Lou Williams going to magic city, getting chicken wings and getting a lap dance. And then you have, you know, people taking days off and shit. So it's like, it's a real test of who's an asshole, who's a selfish prick and, and who really wants to, to do their job, you know? So it's been very telling, very, very telling. Yeah. And I think it, it shows, you know, your courage, your loyalty, all of that. So, and your, your ability to still focus and be even, even more of an amazing athlete than you would have been otherwise, I think. So 
so yeah i think uh it's a, a whole new challenge and fuck if anyone can come out on top in 2020 man then i i congratulate them i am 100 percent with you all right you want to get to some picks here let's take a look at what happened to us last week by the way so check this out 49ers and eagles we both got that one wrong the eagles beat our 49ers um let's see what else uh browns cowboys cowboys couldn't win that one go browns <laughs> the browns are now three and one by the way uh vikings and texans you got this one right you picked the vikings i picked the texans finally one for minnesota they got it patriots at chiefs uh cam newton did not play therefore the patriots lost chiefs won you got that one right i got that one wrong I picked the Raiders, and in classic Raider fashion, they shit the bed. Oh, Bills took care of business in uh, Las Vegas. Falcons-Packers, we both got that one right. And Saints-Lions, we both got that one right. Packers won, Saints won. Alex, you had five correct this week. I only had two. Feels good to be on top. Actually, it does. You uh, now have a total of 13. And I am at 14. You're like right there kissing me. You're bumper kissing me. You're right there. Damn you're like, it. you're like, move over, kid. Move over, you damn kid. <laughs> All right. Week five. Week five. So <laughs> the Raiders and the Chiefs. Who you got? I'm gonna go Chiefs for sure. Yeah, me too. After That's watching fucking weird if they lost. Yeah, uh, again, they're playing in Kansas City, so the magic of parole violation hill and felon row will not work in mm-hmm. Kansas City. There will be 20,000 20, Kansas City fans, by the way, available to spread the virus. Um, Eagles and Steelers. Steelers. Me too. Uh, Chargers at Saints is an interesting one. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go. You know, I don't know. I still think the Saints. Yeah, I'm going to go with Saints. I'm going to take the Chargers just because I think their defense is for real. And I think the Saints are not all the way there yet or may not be because Droopy's adult. Okay. Colts at Browns. You know what? Just gonna go for the Colts because I never do. I'm actually picking the Colts too. I think the the Browns think that they beat a real team in the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are not a real team. Speaking of not a real team, the New York Giants. We know how shitty they are against the Dallas Cowboys, who I think are shittier than you think. Ah, <laughs> uh, who do you got? God, who's gonna suck less? Have the Giants still not won anything? No, they played the Rams really close last week, uh, but I feel like that's like their last gasp of air, and now they might just quit, but we'll see. Um, the fact is, is that their division is, is super winnable, and like the Eagles are winning that division with just one win right now, by the way. A yeah. win and a tie. And they probably should have lost the game against us, but Nick Mullins decided to throw to an Eagle, just didn't realize which team he was playing on for a second. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, stop it for giving him for that. Um, fuck. I, I'll go Cowboys. I will too. I just think the Cowboys should beat the Giants. But guess what, Cowboys fan? If you lose, Uncle Max is coming for you. 
He's coming for you with the truth, and it hurts. And our Minnesota Vikings against the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, the Seahawks are going to win that. <laughs> oh, poor Jess. I know. I always just think of Jess and like her sweet family that are probably just like, yeah, football. Oh, damn it. <laughs> football. Yay. Why? Oh, we suck again. At okay. least I have a tater tot hot dish and some cheese curds, you know? You need that living there, man. It keeps your body warm as you pack on the uh, the layer of, of comfort. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting colder there now as fall has uh, arrived in the Midwest. So there you go. hey Yeah, they actually have seasons. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, gloomy. That's uh, the season right now. Gloomy over here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Okay, Dolphins at Niners. Jimmy G is back. Raheem Moster is back. This is the warm-up game before we go. Take it all. Who you got? Niners need to do it. They have no choice. <laughs> they better not lose this game. If they do, I will... Well, two things. The good thing is, A, I will not have a much pressure on myself and my blood pressure will lower as I realize that this season is a wash. And B, we suck again. So there you go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a familiar feeling. We've been there before. Hey, man, we were there. Remember when Jimmy tore his ACL and we went like 2-14? and 14? Hey, man, I was there. Mm-hmm. I was there. I was there. I was there during the Timber Tay years. I was there during the Sean Hill years. Michael Singletary taking off his pants at halftime and being like, look at it. Look at my dick. That's a winner. And everyone's like, huh? That was our coach. That really happened. God, that's um, so uncomfortable. Right? Talk about workplace violations. <laughs> Talk about someone who didn't take their harassment course. Oh, man. So anyway, those are our picks. Alex, what are you doing in the pop culture world? What have you been watching? Or anything? I'm still watching that 1015 slash penis show. It's fucking funny, dude. It gets so weird. Uh, <laughs> that's tight. Yeah, like it gets so weird and like makes you a legit a little uncomfortable. Um, but I mean, I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of going back to to the old old stuff to just make me feel like comforted and happy again. Um, <laughs> I've taken a, a little dive back into some Frasier because I know I've talked to you about Frasier before, but that's just such a good show. I like all the characters. Ross is my girl. Oh man, that show! I remember was it one time? Yeah, it was like when I moved back. You were like, "I just want to put on Frasier and fall asleep," and like put on <laughs> Frasier, and it was like literally we were there, we've been partying. You were like, "I want to chill out," and then you're like Frasier, and then you mm-hmm. fell asleep like a little baby, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna leave." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did watch. My mother had made me sit down with her and watch the new Mulan. Oh, how was that, by the way? Uh, I so I enjoyed it. I liked it. It was way it definitely different from typical Disney stuff because it isn't a sing along. Um, I know a lot of people shout on it though. I forgot I forgot what a lot of people were complaining about. Um, to me, some of the CGI kind of like fight scenes where little Mulan is like trying to be a badass, like you could just Hell, it was kind of, I'm kind of like, okay, come on. She can't like float in the air. Like, let's be real. Um, so some of it was a little, I guess you could say a little cheesy in that 
regard but i mean it's a fucking disney movie at the end of the day yeah that's what i was like i was like dude it's a disney movie what the hell are you trying to say here well because it's kind of like they tried to make it an action movie like the villains actually look kind of scary there's some cool like camera angle shit and it's like so it's probably more violent than like most uh i mean you still don't see like blood spray or anything but like people die and there's a war so it's like i would say it's more violent than like a disney movie would ever be but yeah, but then they still added the kind of cheesiness of like this little girl is somehow like a kung fu fucking master and she's like 10. But um, but overall it was good. I mean, I was I was entertained. Am I going to like go back and watch it again? Probably not. But that's me in most movies. OK. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I've been interested about it, but like. I'm not going to pay. What is it like thirty dollars to, to watch it or something? Am I wrong with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you gotta pay like some fee, yeah. Um also delays in DC movies, like I think Wonder Woman might still come out this year, maybe not. Um just because nobody can figure out movie theaters. Regal, Regal Cinema's closed around the country. Mm. I think Cinemark yeah, is gonna do that. And then AMC has from what I read, six months to live. Um Jeez, dude. I know. And it's like, it's so, it's such a bummer because I feel like, I feel like movie theaters, it's so easy now, especially since I was reserving my seats and I had my stubs pass to just reserve a limited amount of seats. Like if, if you can fill a a 200 seat theater, you can definitely get that sucker to 20% capacity. That's it. And you first come first serve as far on the app. The person doesn't have to be there. Like it's not that fucking hard. And I just don't, they're just shooting themselves in the foot, I think. Because there are a group of people like myself or my mother that want to go to the movies. Yes, we don't want to be on top of people. Who does anyway, even in the (laughs) normal world? But like, it's not hard. And they just are like, nope, shut down. Or uh, everyone come in Orange County. It's like, everyone just come inside. You have a mask on? Great. You don't? That's fine too. Here's some popcorn. Like, I I don't understand. But, you know, the semantics. Yeah. I would think with the ability to reserve slots and seats, like, I don't get it. You make me do it at restaurants where I have to sit outside, which is totally fine and safe. And I understand that. Why can't you do that movie and, theater? And the way theaters are set up too, like a lot of grocery stores have done this. Like there's always an entrance and exit on each side. You can just make one the entrance and the other the exit. That way you don't get like the people crossing back and forth, you know? Right, so it's, totally. Yeah, I feel like that wouldn't be very hard. <laughs> No, I don't. Whatever. I haven't watched it. I actually just started watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air from top to bottom again. Nice. So ahead of its time. Oh, my God. Like, I remember a lot of old episodes growing up. It was definitely on while I was, like, five and six. But then, like, to be an adult and get the jokes now, it's like, oh, yeah, this show was this show was caliente. It was good. Um, and then there's a couple of trailers for movies that are doing streaming. Like, one that caught my eye called Fat Man. I think it's written by Danny McBride, but it stars Mel Gibson as Santa Claus. And what? he's being hunted down by a kid that got a lump of coal in his stocking. Like a, this rich little kid hired an assassin to kill Santa Claus. And Santa Claus is Mel Gibson. Wow. Uh, I- it, just watch the trailer and you'll be, I was like, oh yeah, this is everything I want right now. So bad. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a brilliant idea. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is cool. This sounds awesome. 
So I'm looking forward to that. I, that, that. That looks cool. And I know that'll be on like digital download and whatever and whatnot. And I'll rent it off of Amazon for like 10 bucks, but I'll, I'll watch that. I'll give some support there. Um, but yeah, a lot of the bigger movies I got delayed. I still haven't seen Tenet. I really want to see it, but I want to see it in IMAX. But now it may never, I may never see it in IMAX because I don't live in Michigan. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's really, it's shitty, man. It sucks. Everything's closed, you know? My friends invited me to go see it in a drive-in. I was like, dude, no, I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to listen to that sound in a radio. Yeah, that would be weird. Total bummer. You go to a drive-in to see some shit you've seen a million times and it's just like an outing, you know? Yeah, just have the experience and, you know, bring your, your box wine and your popcorn and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe two, a couple of hits of X and, you know, call it a day. But that's what you do at a drive-in. You don't go to see a blockbuster thriller. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Nothing too, um, too new, new, unfortunately. So yeah, I feel like we're getting a. It, I mean, we talked about this before. There's a lack of fun newness, and it needs to change. Yeah, totally. There's a a lack of fun newness, and too many people are dying. Like Eddie Van Halen. That's the thing. Like too many legends are just checking out, which sucks. So yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he had a bout with cancer for two years and that's, or many years, sorry, since I think 2003, he just kept coming back. So it's, uh, it's shitty. I was actually uh, supposed to interview him in 2018 and they told me not to because, or they, they put the kibosh on it because he was, um, he was sick again. So. And throat cancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think three rounds of it too. Like they thought they got it every time and it just kept coming back in some way. God, that sucks. I know. Rest in peace is what you said, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of what's been going on. Um, If there's anything suggestion wise, I need to watch this pen 15 and laugh a little bit. I mean, Fresh Prince is like, definitely let me laugh too. Um, Oh, I do want to watch. I will watch. I will be stoned as shit. And I will watch the Adam Sandler Halloween movie that came out this today. I heard, I think, uh, you, Jackie, I hung out with Jackie not that long ago. <laughs> Shout out to Jacqueline. But uh, she, I think she watched it and she said it was really good. She liked it. There's a lot of like random people that do the voices, right? Voices? Is it not animated? No. Oh, it's the actual actors? Why did I think it was animated? Did you, are you thinking of Hotel Transylvania? No. Because those are classic. Fuck. Okay. Well, shit. I thought it was animated. <laughs> Shows how much you know. <laughs> yeah, clearly I was paying attention in that conversation. Yeah, clearly. 100%. 100%. Just outed myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're being honest. It's 2020. Be you. Be honest. Uh, for 2020 my theme is just transparency <laughs> that that is that's my my year this was supposed to be the year of growth well clearly i've grown into nothing <laughs> there we go grown into the couch just yeah <laughs> there's actually a nice little i'm looking at my couch right now there's like a nice perfect shape where my rump goes perfect, perfect. oh it's already there it's, you already got the butt print think so well like the pillows are starting to slide in that means that you've been sitting there you've been sitting there for a minute i do all my work on the couch and all my tv viewing on the couch you know 
I got to get, I should probably go hit some golf balls after this. Yeah. Get moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you. Uh, we'll talk soon. It was great catching up. Take All it right. easy. I will, I will definitely catch up with you on Sunday. Oh yeah. Sunday Niners, uh, porpoise Niners versus porpoise. <laughs> you got um oh, yeah but yeah if you want to hang out we'll do it we'll take out we'll, we'll i think the game's at one all right sounds good all right bye all party people bye. one two three into the folks snoop doggy dog and dr dre is at the door ready to make an entrance so back on up because you know we're about to rip shit up give me the microphone first so i can bust like a bubble compton and long beach together now you know you in trouble ain't nothing but a g thing baby too low death niggas so we're crazy death row is the label that pays man unfadeable so please don't try to fade this but uh back to the lecture at hand perfection is perfected so i'm